0: Your host for this program is Professor Frank Longo of Centenary University School of Professional Studies. Please note that before making any financial decisions, please seek sound financial advice from a financial professional. And now, here is your host, Professor Frank Longo. Hello, and welcome to Dollars and Cents for College Students. Thank you for joining us today. A number of students and other investors have asked about special acquisition companies, also known as SPACs. SPACs are in the news in large part because a number of celebrities and sports figures are sponsoring them, including Shaquille O'Neal, Sabrina Williams, Stephon Curry, Alex Rodriguez, astronaut Scott Kelly, and former Speaker of the House Paul Ryan. Some say... If a SPAC works for the rich and famous, why can't it work for me? After all, Shaquille O'Neal knew what he was doing when he became an early investor in Google and Ring before it was taken over by Amazon. He also owned stock in Papa John's and a number of other companies. So let's consider SPACs. What are these? And are these good investments? Special acquisition companies have existed since the 1990s, and they have raised more than $700 billion. A SPAC is a form of an initial public offering, an IPO, but it has significant differences. You should recall that an IPO involves an existing private business that offers its stock to the public to raise money for a variety of reasons, usually to finance operations. Facebook is an example of a private company that offered shares to the public using an IPO. It had a history of revenue and profits and numerous other metrics that were used to evaluate its prospects. It had to share this information since IPOs are highly regulated. They are subject to many security and exchange rules. A SPAC works a little differently. It is a new company that does not even have a business. It offers units rather than shares of stock to the public. Its purpose, like the IPO, is to raise money to enable it to do something. And in the SPAC's case, it's to buy a private company. It is important to know that at the time it seeks the investor's money, it hasn't identified the company in which it wants to invest. SPACs are regulated, but not to the same degree as IPOs. Most SPACs offer their units for $10 each, $10 per unit each. And the investor also receives a warrant A warrant is a right to buy shares at a later date for a specified price. The SPAC usually has approximately two years to purchase the private company. If the investor is not happy with the purchase, the $10 investment is usually refunded, but not always. We'll talk about that in a moment. Why are SPACs so popular with investors? Well, as we mentioned, celebrity endorsements have added to their notoriety and popularity. Also, there are significantly fewer public companies available for investment today. About 30 years ago, there were approximately 8,000 public companies. Today, there are only about 4,000. Investors typically seek new, innovative companies for investments. This seems to make SPACs ripe for investment. The refund provision is especially attractive to investors. It should be noted, however, that any investor who buys units on the market for more than the initial price, which, as I said before, is usually $10 per unit, will only be refunded the $10 opening price. So, contrary to popular belief, it is possible to lose money on this type of investment. Let's stress some additional important considerations. You can and should research the SPAC on the Securities and Exchange website, Edgar, that's the name of the site, and review carefully the prospectus which is contained in that site about the SPAC prospectus is a formal document filed with the SEC. It provides details about the investment, including the SPAC's plan for it, the anticipated time frame for making the investment, and the potential refund amount, if applicable. Not all SPACs are the same. They often have different provisions, so the protection offered by one may not be afforded by another. Each SPAC determines its own outcome if it fails to find an investment within the prescribed time. Please note that not all SPACs offer a refund provision. You can lose money if you pay a premium for the investment. SPACs are not as regulated as IPOs, so you don't have the same protections and information that is given to IPO investors. Therefore, you should consider a SPAC investment as a speculative investment, one with significant risk. Historically, the typical SPAC loses money. According to a Renaissance Capital study of 313 SPACs offered since the year 2015, 93 completed mergers and an average of 9.6% lost money. Another important aspect of this type of investment is the SPAC's management. It is the management that will negotiate the purchase or merger and will either oversee or direct the investment's operation. When you buy a SPAC, you are putting a great deal of faith in management. Some of the downsides of SPACs include their lack of transparency. Remember, they are not highly regulated. Potential conflicts of interest may exist with management about compensation and incentives. To illustrate how a SPAC works, let's talk about a very successful one, Diamond Eagle Acquisition Company. A SPAC merged with a private company, DraftKings. You may have heard of DraftKings. It is a sports betting company. Diamond Eagle took on the name DraftKings after the merger was completed. Its stock price has quadrupled since the acquisition, making many investors very happy. This was despite the pandemic caused restrictions on sporting events, which are subject to betting. This company took advantage of the recent legalization of sports betting in many states. Assuming progress continues to be made on the COVID front, it should thrive. DraftKings is an excellent example of a successful SPAC. The SPAC was used to raise money, acquire a private business, and fully develop it. Let's emphasize, the SPAC is a means of financing, just like the IPO is. Once fully operational, the companies are no longer considered a SPAC. DraftKings is considered a corporation in the business of sports betting. Another SPAC, D8 Holdings, is one whose management team consisted of a number of consumer product company executives, including a former Macy's executive, the founder of an Empowero company named Nautica, and a former Estee Lauder CEO. Estee Lauder is a cosmetics company with this background and substantial experience One could have expected that the acquisition would involve a consumer products company. Well, it didn't turn out that way. As the 24-month limit on making an investment was about to expire, D8 acquired Vicarious Surgical Company, a next-generation robotics venture, which is developing what's called Disruptive Technologies, These are designed to improve the efficiency of surgical procedures and improve patient outcomes. Participants in this venture include Becton Dickinson Company, one of the largest medical technology companies in the world, Bill Gates, and a number of other rich and powerful investors. This company appears to have potential. Early investors may have gotten in on the ground floor, something that only the largest investors have been able to do. But this case demonstrates the lack of transparency involved in SPAC investing. The investment may turn out to be highly profitable, but it is not at all what the investors were expecting. Let's summarize by quoting the Wall Street Journal. SPACs. Public investment vehicles that raise funds to acquire a private company have become a shortcut to listing on stock exchanges for glamorous ventures with few revenues, but bold forecasts. Let's add that electric vehicles, space exploration, and celebrity ventures have used or are considering using SPACs as a financing technique. They are certainly interesting, and they are popular. Unlike IPOs, they allow small investors to enter transactions early and often at cheaper prices. You could argue that this puts them on a par with the rich. But please remember, the rich often assume more risk in pursuit of higher profits. They do so because they can afford higher risks. The question is, can you? Before investing in a special purpose acquisition company, do your homework, research the SPAC and its management, use the SEC website. I strongly suggest for any investor, especially college students, remember the basics of investing. Start and maintain an emergency fund one that holds money for use in emergencies. Listeners have heard me say this many times. I view it as a prerequisite for taking on more substantial risk. Diversify your investments. Invest in a number of different companies and industries. Recognize the risk you are assuming and then consider speculative investments. We will continue to observe SPAC activity. We'll let you know our views. We look forward to speaking with you again on Dollars and Cents for College Students. Until the next time, stay calm, thoughtful, and purposeful. You have been listening to Dollars and Cents for College Students with host Frank Longo. The opinions on this series are those of the host. Before making any financial decisions, be sure to consult with a financial professional such as a certified financial planner. For more information, visit CFP.net.